こんにちは皆さん。ビジネス・サクセス・ジャパンのポッドキャストへようこそ。Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Business Success Japan podcast.This is your host, Lydia Buchelman.My main goal here is to create an easily accessible resource for those who want to develop Japan-specific intercultural communication skills, especially in business. While I can't and won't promise to make you fluent in Japanese, I hope that you will walk away from each episode with a skill, piece of information, or shift in mindset that will help you be more effective in your interactions with Japanese business people. Today, we will kick off a mini series on some information you should know before you arrive in Japan. Consider downloading this podcast again before your next trip to Japan so that you have this information fresh in your mind when you arrive. And no, this isn't going to directly help you be more effective in Japan. But if you have this information in your back pocket, you'll definitely be more prepared for the day to day situations you'll encounter in the country. And by avoiding some of these potential travel mishaps and stressors, you'll hopefully be able to focus your time and energy on more important things than wondering why nobody will accept your credit card. But first, let's review last week's phrase, which is how you say good evening in Japanese. こんばんは。こんばんは。こんばんは。Today, I'll teach you how to say good morning in Japanese. It's a little bit longer than the other two greetings, so try your best to listen and repeat after me. おはようございます。おはようござ Ohayo said alone is the informal way to say good morning to someone, but you will want to avoid it in business contexts as it can be considered rude. Adding gozaimas to the end makes it a formal greeting. You may notice gozaimas in other situations where someone is speaking formally as well. And now moving on to today's topic. What you can expect after you touch down in Japan. If you are planning on taking a taxi while you're in Japan, there are a few things that you should be aware of. First is that you shouldn't try to open the taxi door yourself. The doors are almost always automatic and it should open for you. The good news here is that tipping isn't practiced in Japan, which includes your taxi rides. Unfortunately, taxi rates are still quite expensive, so you might want to try using public transportation wherever possible if you aren't going to have your expenses reimbursed. We'll cover some basic information about public transportation in future episodes. It's still relatively common for taxis to not accept credit cards. However, Tokyo is trying to push for this to change leading up to the 2020 Olympics, and other major cities will hopefully follow suit in the coming years. So, be sure to have a fair amount of cash on hand, especially if you'll be outside of Tokyo. When telling the driver where you want to go, you'll want to try and have both the address and a map showing where you want to go. In many cities, Tokyo included, the layout for streets isn't very straightforward. And with the potential language barrier, it's best to provide as much information as you can just to be safe. Something else to be aware of ahead of time is that if you don't look Japanese, Taxi drivers may be less likely to stop for you. Please remember that this is likely just because they are anxious about the potential language barrier. It could also just mean that the taxi is reserved or that it's already occupied. 
Since the lights that show whether a taxi is empty or not are written in a Japanese script called kanji, which are Chinese characters, it's hard to know if a taxi is really open if you haven't learned those. So, just try not to take this situation personally if it happens to you. And now moving on to money issues. The Japanese currency is called yen. While the exchange rates fluctuate, if you're from the United States, it's pretty useful to think of one yen as equal to one penny. So, 100 yen would be a dollar, 1,000 would be $10, and so on. The coin denominations are 1, 5, 10, 50, 100, and 500. Since coins go up to roughly 5 American dollars, you can expect to be carrying around a lot more change than you're used to, and you'll want to be extra careful to keep track of it. But, despite how technologically advanced Japan is overall, cash is still considered king. Generally, the more rural the area, the smaller the restaurant or shop, the more likely they are to not accept credit cards. So you will actually want to keep a few hundred dollars of yen on hand at all times. But just remember that, since there's a very low crime rate in Japan, you don't have to worry too much about having it stolen from you as long as you take regular precautions. Another tip is that you may want to withdraw your money from a regular ATM rather than exchanging all of what you would need beforehand or using the service at the airport. You may still want to bring a few hundred dollars in yen with you, but I suggest using an ATM at the convenience store instead, as you'll usually have a better exchange rate. Americans, at least, seem to have the best luck with ATMs at 7-Eleven. You can try using ATMs at other convenience stores as well, but they may be less likely to have an English option or to accept your card. And that's all that I have for you today. Remember, the more you learn, the more confident you will become as you explore what Japan has to offer you. So, if you found the information here today useful, I hope that you will subscribe for more Japanese language and cultural guidance. And if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more content in the future, please consider leaving a review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at businesssuccessjapan at gmail.com. Until next time, mata kondo.